Welcome to the Reclaim Your Reality Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all those awkward things that you're afraid to bring up with your parents. Last week, we talked about belief. Kind of reflected on how what we believe governs our actions. We referenced a book by John Gary Bishop. Was it Gary John Bishop? Either way. That in which he spoke on the things that you believe ultimately will govern your behaviors and your mind works to prove whatever you believe to be true. And then we took that and referenced that against what we have been taught in the church, particularly about our standing as unbelievers or excuse me, as sinners, as helpless people and as broken people. We juxtaposed those things with and gave them their right of truth, but also highlighted how because of what Christ did on the cross and the gospel, we are not only called broken, but redeemed. We are not sinners, but we are also saved. Right, and there are two elements of that. The primary focus and the goal of last week was to make it clear that by putting our focus exclusively on ourselves, we are forcing ourselves into a self-defeating loop in which we will continue to prove our own humanity and our need for Christ, as opposed to focusing on Christ, which gives us a opportunity to pursue the fullness of life in Him. That's kind of a very easy... Um, slip to make there needs to be a distinction there between the two because we need to know who we are and we need to know who God is and the tension between those two things we ultimately find what is true and what we believe it's not as simple as you know God is this and I am that Therefore, I will continue to be me and I will just do the things I will do and expect God to forgive me in the end. Nor is it, well, this is God and I can never attain that standard or be anything like him. So I'm going to continue living my life the way that it is. No. God is. God is the beginning and the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is both the creator and the redeemer. And we as man are his beloved. We are his treasure. We are his desire. And that's a big deal. Right? And oftentimes we try so hard to put our beliefs above God's beliefs that we end up missing the entire point. And I'm not sure if that was communicated as well in the first part of the beliefs videos. But I'm saying this very clearly now. I think a major flaw that we make is that we put our own beliefs and our own desires above that of God. As if we know more than he does. And that is impossible tell you what i created all of the paintings on the board but i have no idea how to make paint right as and that just shows the limit of my own thoughts let alone god who created everything 
and knows every single one of our minds, our hearts, the things that are going to happen. There's no way we could possibly know more than he does. So then our call then is to submit to him and to believe as he believes. And I believe based upon his word and the fact that he created everything and then gave it essentially to us and then came back and redeemed it, right? Not only all of creation, but our hearts and souls so that we may be reconciled to him is far beyond anything we could have asked or thought. So, in reflection of last week, I hope this was communicated well, but if it wasn't, I'm clarifying it now. Focus on Christ, who he is, and what he did. And let the truth of that from the Bible, the biblical Christ, not the Joel Olstein type of Christ, be the focus. And things begin to make a lot more sense. Which does lead me to the next point. There is this new-aged, modern concept that's very loosely made biblical in which you desire something and you name it and then God gives it to you, right? A lot of people call this the word of faith teaching. What it really is is this thing called the law of attraction, And essentially what the law of attraction says is if you think about something or you desire it enough or if you claim it in the presence of God or in the name of God, then the universe will conspire together to bring you that thing, right? You'll see that in a lot of cases where people like Joel Osteen, Creflo Dollar, T.D. Jakes, um, Kenneth Copeland, Todd White, people of the sort will say, hey, you want to be wealthy? You want to have money? Claim money in the name of Jesus, and then you will receive that. The concept in and of itself can say be known as nothing short of demonic. And... I believe the word for that is it's a branch kind of of secular humanism in which a person believes that they can name something and think of it and then it just happened. That's crap, people. It's not true. It's not true at all. And that really, it sets everyone up for failure because then you're in a position where You're expecting something to come, which just won't. And I'll tell it to you straight, it just won't. No, you can't think yourself into being a rich person. You can't think yourself out of a sickness. It's there's there are certain things that give that evidence, but it's not true. I think I've made the point clear that that's crap. I think it oftentimes gets confused with a a way of thinking that produces a healthy lifestyle, right? There's a book, I should have looked up who wrote it, but it's called Thinking Fast and Slow. It's a very in-depth analysis of the two functions of the human brain, right? Oftentimes we characterize the brain into having two minds, 
which sounds kind of spooky, but hear me out. In one mind, your conscious mind is your slow brain. It's the one that's very intentional. It thinks, it moves, and it processes things on a very intentional meter. The other is your fast brain, your subconscious brain, right? This is a brain that it runs on heuristics, has a lot of really quick shortcuts, and drops to conclusions very, very quickly. And essentially, the one merit of the law of attraction is this. When you want something, and you think about it, and you really, really want it, it gets wired into your subconscious brain. All right. And what happens is as you think about it and as you move on it, your brain, the subconscious brain will see opportunities to fulfill that desire. And when it does, it'll wire you to think, let's do this and you can go forth and go about it. This is very different from the law of attraction in the sense that there's no spiritual aspects to this. Right? I'll give you a case of how this works. Say you want to be wealthy right and this is something that i i honestly want to be wealthy too um we, who doesn't want to have plenty of resources when you get to a point where you want that so badly that it becomes wired into your subconscious your brain will begin to just notice ways to make money faster and it works like this right so hypothetically you're strolling through youtube or you're looking, you know, at your Google feed or whatever. And then something comes up that says, hey, make $100,000 in a year. Your brain will wire, as, because it is wired now to make money faster, it will recognize that thing. And your brain will make that cognitive connection quicker in your subconscious and then present that to your conscious brain. And that's... That draws things in of various sorts, right? If you want to become more fit, you'll notice more people becoming more fit. If you see like someone being very healthy, if you want to be more healthy, you'll see people becoming more healthy around you. It's the same concept as when you buy a car that you think is a new car and nobody has. Because your brain is now primed to see that car, you see a bunch of those cars on the road. There was no more cars on the road beforehand. You just didn't notice until your brain was primed. And that same way, now that you're thinking about wealth, now you're thinking about health, now you're thinking about success, your brain being primed for those things finds them. And that's the one merit to the law of attraction that is that is legit but that's your brain figuring out the paths that were there that has nothing to do with the universe coming together and god bringing you blessings on little white trays or you know tablets appearing out of nowhere and telling you the way that you should go that's not the case so i want to be very clear that your beliefs do govern your actions, as we have talked about in your last video, our last video. But just believing something doesn't make it happen.
that's a very knife's edge truth to get to. And I realize it's very hard to talk about those things and talk about them well. And that is really the purpose of this entire video series or this podcast, right? This is the Reclaiming Reality podcast. And we do this for a very, very important reason, right? Truth really is a knife's edge, right? And what is true is oftentimes tainted even slightly to the left or slightly to the right by our perceptions or by our, you know, biases and whatnot. And it's really hard to find what is absolutely true. And I don't think I or either Nick or Ben are attempting to lead any of you astray. We just want to start to have the conversations about some of these things. And that's not easy either, right? Because we don't know that much. We don't ex- we don't really claim to know what is true, right? Except for that which we find in the Bible, we claim that to be true. But a lot of this is kind of our opinion. It's our discussion. And we want to have this conversation with you, the audience. Um, so please hit us up on whether that be the social media pages, whether that be email, bring us your topics, give us your references. And we want to have these discussions because we're going to find this. We have to find it together. And it's going to take all of our perceptions in order to get there. It's not going to be an easy road. There's going to be a lot of hair splitting and there's going to be a lot of confusion. And we accept that and we want to move forward with that. Let's have these talks. This is the Reclaiming Reality Podcast. I hope to hear from you all next time. Leave me a note in the comment section. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't think we have a Twitter. Email. Send us your opinions. Let's talk about this. Send us what your pastor says and why. Let's get some of these things on the discussion. And let's talk about it. We'll talk to you all next time. Leave a nasty gram down below and we'll talk to you soon.